0: Hey Open Life, I'm sitting here at The Post in Tahale and wanted to share the talk for this weekend, the weekend where Sunday would be the 13th. Seahawks are playing Atlanta. We're going to join together for the game, but I wanted to uh, record a talk for you so you still get a seamless exposure to the series Activate and I'm just going to record it here background noise and all they're building houses and stuff around me but I want to share a talk with you here very simply and uh, first I want to say happy birthday open life you may not know this but we turned three on Thursday the 10th Uh, it was January 10th 2010 that we started our first service official gathering like large gathering to connect with God and be inspired at the Regal Theater and then you know we moved from there to Victor Falls Elementary and now at Bonnie Lake High School this Sunday at the Phillips house which will be kind of sweet but we're excited to enter into this next year and believe that it's absolutely incredible the footprint that we've been able to make here in Bonnie Lake the difference that we've been able to make in community has been huge way beyond our years And we have you to thank for that, the culture of our church, the DNA. And we want to spend some time here in the next three weeks really purifying who we are and even building up to an event called Activate February 10th where we'll share even more of the, what we see as the unique DNA of open life and how you can become an active leader and moving the mission forward of leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. And we're excited about that. But we're going to spend the next three weeks, including this message as the first one, uh, in this Activate series, talking about the concept of uh, connecting, serving, and sharing. And so today is on Connect. Welcome to the talk about connecting. How can we talk about connecting? without, uh, actually, instead of just studying the text, uh, we need to live it. I mean, if we're going to connect with God and we're going to connect with each other, uh, it was a no-brainer for us to say, hey, let's do service online via this video right here, uh, and then let's actually come together and hang out, celebrate the opportunity afforded us by the Hawks making the playoffs. And... uh, uh, we're excited for double-digit wins this year, those who are Hawks fans, and excited that they made the playoffs and are continuing in the playoffs. So we're going to gather together, 10 o'clock at the Phillips house, have a party, or maybe you're going to gather in your neighborhood or a Hopjacks, Midtown, somewhere in town, and uh, be present with community uh, this weekend. And we're excited for that opportunity, but I hope you stick with me here for a few moments. I want to talk about this passage, Luke 10, 25 through 37. Listen to this. It's called the parable of the Good Samaritan in my Bible, but there's really two sections to it. Let me read the first. Verse 25, on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus, teaching, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? Jesus replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly Jesus replied, "Do this, and you will live." Man, I love that phraseology. Do this, and and you will live. I mean, let's pause for a moment and really consider what this expert of the law just had occur as he was trying to really test Jesus, if you will. He was looking at this answer, going, "This answer is too simple. It's it's uncomplicated." Uh, when when he said, "Connect to God," and and others like that's it and absolutely jesus comes back saying you did it you got the secret man do this and you will truly live there's no other silver bullet there's no secret walk there's no uh secret handshake you need to have in order to inherit the kingdom of god man if you just love god and each other this is going to be awesome so spend time build relationship uh you simply need to connect with god which happens through choosing to follow Jesus. Obviously, you bridge that separation, if you would, that sin creates by choosing to follow Jesus. And then you grow in that relationship. Corporately, you come together for worship, and then you build relationships with one another, connecting and loving your neighbor, as is verbalized here. And if you do this, you'll live. Uh, Another passage that I think of when I'm talking about doing this and you'll live is John 10.10. It says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come this is Jesus speaking I have come that they may have life and have it to the full I mean I want this I I want to live life to the full you you should be marked by lives that are full if you, uh, that are full if you follow Jesus uh full lives produce full joy uh, it seems like every Everywhere I go in community, people look at our Facebook, Open Life, uh, and, and, and they look at pictures, or they hear us talking in community together, going to restaurants or at, at Starbucks, and they're like, man, Open Life is just, you guys have fun, and I'm like, you know what we do, because we have life, and, and we have it. To the full, what John 10.10 10 just said. We have a full life. A complete life is completely fun. And, and yeah, we intentionally create moments that are fun and we try to, to laugh out loud. And, but uh, really, it's just born out of our relationship with Jesus. Here's another passage that I find interesting as it pertains to connecting with each other. 2 John 12 says, I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, uh, which I don't like using paper and ink either, that's why I have my iPad right here. Anyway, I I hope to visit you and talk with you face-to-face so that our joy may be complete. You know, there's power in connecting. Face-to-face talking, not just listening to a sermon with a guy on a stage or listening to a sermon with a guy on a video like this. There's power to connect with each other face-to-face, engage in relationship Here's how the early church experienced it and churches since have been modeling themselves after this following passage in Acts 2. It starts in verse 42 here. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of the people. And the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Added to their number daily those who were being saved. The power of their relationship gave way to added numbers of believers. The number of believers gave further purpose and urgency to their relationships. Let me read that again. The power of their relationship gave way to added numbers of believers. The number of believers gave further purpose and urgency to their relationships. The emphasis was both on temple courts and their homes. If you follow the early church, you could actually see that there there was more emphasis on meeting in homes than in the temple. But since we put more emphasis on the temple, actually, than, than meeting in homes, so we need to bring that balance back. We need to be both and versus either or. Both, both church gathering and gathering with each other uh, versus just church or just gathering with each other. Uh, we need to not polarize ourselves, but come together on both platforms. Some would accuse us of being earthly, actually, open life for canceling church on Sunday and watching the Seahawks game. There was a moment when I thought maybe I was being earthly and maybe I was just being selfish because I'm a Seahawks fan and I love watching the game. So that's probably true. But I also just saw the value in living up to what the Bible's challenging us here in this Acts 2 passage with the word fellowship. We need to come together and, and engage life with each other, shoulder to shoulder. We need to be present with our community, doing what the community's doing. And this happens to be a rare opportunity on a Sunday morning to engage relationship and connect with each other. It's like God provided this moment. Maybe he's rooting for the Seahawks too. Uh, Those who make the temple more important uh, uh, or more important than the home, if you would, they could be missing a piece of truth in, in combining both and, right? Let's go back to Luke 10. What we read further and finalize off our passage for today is illustrated Jesus talks to this religious expert who thinks there's no way the answer could be this easy it actually says that that he uh you know he obviously as a religious leader gave more honor to being in the temple versus being in community with with each other so uh luke 10 29 says this he wanted to justify himself right he was going to the temple he wanted to justify himself so he asked jesus and who is my neighbor In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came uh, to where the man was just right where he was, became present with him, right? And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wound, pouring on oil and wine, and then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think Jesus is asking the guy, right, the religious leader, which one of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell uh, into the hands of robbers? And the expert of the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus said, yeah, go, do, go and do likewise. I wish I could take the time and hold your attention on video to just like tear this apart, right, and really... Uh, Look into the depth of this But I'm not gonna Here's what you need to know There was a man half dead There was a priest on his way to church And he had church on his mind and ignored him There was a Levite on his way to church Levites served the priests It'd be like a paid pastoral staff even A Levite and he was too busy doing church business, so he walked by the guy who actually had need. But it was it was this Samaritan, who Samaritans and Levites hated one another, who stopped and took care of this Jew who had been robbed on the side of the road. He was coming from Jerusalem. They shouldn't have wanted to be next to each other. But the Samaritan respects the humanity of the person. The Samaritan recognized the value of connection. The Samaritan exemplifies what Jesus is looking for in you and me, those who would connect with God, and each other, and I truly believe you cannot effectively uh, reach who you don't take time to care for. You can't engage in community with those you don't spend time in relationship with. Do this, and you will live. Jesus challenges us here. Well, as the as the sun sets here in Tehale and it's getting towards uh, a later point in the day, let me wrap this up. Um, I am praying Philemon 6 over you this month. And uh, this is Philemon 6 right here. It says, I pray that you may be active in sharing your faith so that you will have a full understanding of every good thing we have in Christ. I I want you to understand every good thing we have in Christ. Uh, We live in a world with, like in this story, Samaritans. People who have incredible hearts but are not on their way to church. So how are we gonna engage in connecting them in relationship? Uh, We're gonna do it in groups. We're gonna do it shoulder to shoulder by being present with them in our community. Uh, We're gonna do like on this weekend, we're gonna maybe take time off of the large gathering where we're connecting with God and we're gonna connect shoulder to shoulder with one another cheering on the Seahawks, definitely not Atlanta, and uh, just having some fun together. We uh, value services, we value groups, we value uh, these opportunities to connect, but we value connecting with each other where needs exist in community as well. And so I hope that you'll take time to notice the needs around you. Do this and you will live, the Bible promises. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for open life. Thank you for this beautiful space to record the talk this weekend. And uh, just pray that you would give us an opportunity to be you to be Jesus with skin on in the world around us and your representation, carrying the message uh, that you love people and that you want us to have fun. You want us to live life to the full and be complete. And uh, uh, if we do the things you're teaching us in your word, like connecting with you and each other, we'll truly live. And we thank you for that word in Jesus' name. Amen.